Thursday, November 11th, 2021. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'm going to try to read In Flanders Fields by John McRae, which was written back in 1915 about the First World War. The It's a very short poem, only three stanzas, three paragraphs total. I have done a few rough drafts, and I can't say that in trying to read it out loud, it's very easy. If I were to read this silently, maybe I could get through it without tearing up. But if I try to read it out loud, word by word, and hearing my own voice say these words, and realizing what they mean, it it takes on a whole new meaning. So here is my version, my reading, of In Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow. Between the crosses, row on row. That mark our place, and in the sky, the larks, still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard among the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie. In Flanders Fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw. The torch be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders Fields. I sit here in uh, Beijing, China, uh, holding back tears and um, trying my best not to completely lose my composure while reading and looking at this uh, poem. I encourage you, if you've never done this before, try to read it out loud. Try to read it, record it. Try to read it as if you were going to record this poem and see just how difficult it is to read these words even though we are over a century since they were written. And I sit here in China, the product, the offspring of an immigrant to Canada from another country, utilizing the skills I have English and the Canadian passport that I'm able to read this poem on a piece of technology that was developed somewhere else. I have no idea where. I have no idea how. And I'm able to upload it for people around the world to hear, to see, and to listen to. It is amazing what we have done 
the last century. And I mean, we all, uh, as people, have been able to do. There's been a lot of social media disputes, uh, controversy, as of as of late in the last couple of years. And I look at this poem. I go, I hope. I really do sort of wish and think and I look at my own sort of day-to-day exercises, day-to-day goals and I really do question and wonder and strive for making all lives better to, to really, to make this world a better place. If, If I were to leave... If I were to die, I mean, how would it, how would it be construed at the end of it? And reading this poem, and this poem now, had I read this five or six years ago, maybe it would not have meant as much to me now. I remember before I came to China, I was trying to write a blog post about some of the commercial commercialization of Remembrance Day in Canada, United States, North America, the West. Now that I'm in China, I see that commercialization. Double Eleven, Shuang Shei, the the big shopping festival here in China. They don't mark Remembrance Day the way that the West marks Remembrance Day, and there's reasons for it. They have their own reasons for it. But I can tell you as a Canadian, someone who holds the Canadian passport and who has brothers, a sister, cousins, family who are older than me, who are now, who have the next generation under under their watch, and that next generation has chosen has chosen to join the reserves to join the canadian military to i don't want to say take up the fight because that's a it's a very worrying phrase but let's be honest it, it's all good and fine when there's no war going on at least no war that we have to send soldiers to. But what would change? What could change that all of a sudden the reserves are drawn up? I mean, conscription is one thing. But reserves, military, the army, they signed up for it. They volunteered. I mean, that, that's, that's their job. So I, I read this poem now. And uh, it's almost worrying to see how much vitriol is on social media and how how flippant I think a lot of people, including myself, are about the reality of how things could get out of control. Those how how quick those jokes, how quick those offhanded comments about oh I could just fill in the blank 
but from a country such as Canada, the United States has a little bit different military mentality than Canada does. But the UK, Britain, lots of Europe, Japan, the these countries, these people, I mean, the memory of World War II isn't, it's not over. And there's been other battles and wars fought since then that really make you question, have we improved since the end of World War II? I know, I, I know enough Americans, I know enough American expats who would call down their own government and say, no, no, we... No, we have not. No, we, the people of the world, have not learned. And yet I sit here, again, holding a cell phone, recording this, that I can upload wirelessly to the internet for people around the world. What are we fighting for? This poem, as much as it's a hundred years old. I mean, it's bringing tears to my eyes. I I truly hope. I, I in my own mind, in my own work, in my own day to day dealings. I wish. I hope. I want to say pray, but that might scare some people. But I do sincerely desire that the things that I do, that I produce, that you hear and are able to consume, help overall to make the world, us, and all people, if not just most people, better. I don't know how else to put it that way. I, it's, it's beyond me how I can qualify that, quantify that, to make it any more legally defensible, legally indefensible. I don't know. Pick the words. I don't know. But I look at this poem, 100 years old, seeing my cousin's child enroll in the reserves. And I can't help but think, well, how about we work towards a world in which people don't need to take up guns. That we don't need to train people to hold guns anymore. More poetically speaking, what if we were able to dissolve, resolve, solve the issues that lead to the guardians with guns? If you want to put it poetically speaking. I've never read this poem out loud before. This is the first year I've done it. If it's not as perfect or as crystal clear as other versions you've heard, 
I would apologize, but I can't and I won't. The only thing I would ask you to do today, right now, go to Wikipedia. Go to the wiki in Flanders Fields and try to read it out loud. And try to read it out loud with the recorder on. Or, even better, record it with the video on. If you want to see, if you want to see yourself and how you respond to it. I'm going to leave it there. Um, a very touching poem. Again, it's the first time I've ever read this out loud. I've ever tried to present this to other people. I don't know how else I could have read this. But on November 11th, I do take into account that I hold the passport of a country that was saved and was protected by people who picked up guns and who went where they knew they might never come back again from. Let's work towards a, a world and a place where we don't need those choices anymore. I hope you guys are well. It's Thursday. You got uh, another two more days and, until the weekend. Hope you guys are doing well. Take care. And if you don't say thank you to the soldiers in your life, that's fine. It can be awkward. I understand. Even if you're not a soldier, every day is a chance to build something positive, build something that is better for tomorrow rather than how it was yesterday. All right, I got to leave it there. Hope you guys are well. Take care. Show notes on my website, stevensersky.com. Take care. Be well. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.